Hello, and welcome to the Art of Management podcast, where we will help you, the practice owner, reach the full potential of your practice. I'm Janice Wheeler, the president of AMI. Thank you so much for checking our podcast, and I hope Today you find I this episode we talk about super loyalty. Useful. I guess you know you can't buy loyalty, right? Even though we wish we could. And I'm talking about loyalty regarding your patients and loyalty regarding your staff and so on. Even relationships like your marriage partner, your kids, believe it or not. All sorts of ways that you can have loyalty in your life. And not only others for you, but how about you being loyal to others? Now, when you have a practice, you actually have many different avenues of loyalty building. But I thought we'd take up the definition first. And uh, the definition in the dictionary says a strong feeling of support or allegiance. It has a lot of interesting synonyms like faithfulness, obedience, adherence, devotion, dedication, commitment, reliability, steadfastness. In other words, loyalty is an attitude with many dimensions. It assumes support and allegiance through the good and bad times. Now, when this comes to patience of your practice, loyalty is a very important factor because there is a lot of marketing going on these days that would tend to, you know, get people interested in possibly going somewhere else. I mean, there are freebies that are being offered by other healthcare practitioners. You know, come to my practice and you get a blah, blah. There is a lot of that kind of thing going on. I don't think you should be part of it because I don't think that's the correct way to attract people to your practice. And are you really attracting the right people or are they just coming to get something and there's no loyalty in that necessarily? You do have a chance to turn them into a loyal fan, but chances are less that that's going to happen if they're coming because you offered something free, some free service or something like that. Um, So what are the different ways that we need to create loyalty within a practice. Well, for instance, you want patients loyal to your practice, that's obvious. But patients loyal to you as the practitioner is also important. Though it can present future problems when you add an associate into the practice and you can't see everybody anymore because there are so many coming in the door. Isn't that the awesome world to have? But when you try and turn them over to an associate, sometimes they're so loyal to you that the staff at the front desk are tearing their hair out how to get them to go over to your new person that you hired to help you. You also have to be loyal to your patients in terms of caring enough about them, following up with them, and so on. If you don't want to keep a patient, don't be afraid to lose them. That's a whole other issue that I wrote an article on how to lose a patient. Anyway, um, we're just talking here how to be loyal to them in terms of caring about them enough to get them to do the service they deserve to have, etc. You also need to be loyal to your staff. You need to be loyal to your staff, which is an interesting other concept because they are yours. You chose them and unless you want to let them go, which by all means, if you need to let someone go, let someone go. But if they're your team and you're keeping them, you want to build um, your loyalty towards them. But then, of course, you want your staff to be loyal to you and stay 
And just because you aren't giving them a raise this year doesn't mean that they're going to walk out on you. If you have a patient coming in at 5 o'clock and they are supposed to leave at 5 o'clock as a staff member, um, you know, patient, you know, staff loyalty would inspire them to stay and help you out and be with you during the appointment time of this emergency person that's coming in after hours. So that's important. Um, you have goals and beliefs that you um, aspire to and you want to reach. And being loyal to those and staying on track is another form of loyalty. Not just going, well, you know, today I want to be, uh, you know, working 50 hours a week. Next week, uh, my goal is to work 25 hours a week. And the week after that, you go, you know what, let's adjust that. Let's make it 35 hours a week. Well, the staff don't know whether you're coming or going and... This can present a problem also, so you're not being loyal to your own policy that you've set, uh, loyal to your own goals that you're trying to reach, or loyal to what you believe in. Like as a healthcare practitioner, I'm sure you have very specific things that you believe in, and violating those is being disloyal, another way of looking at it. So don't compromise your integrity on things. If you believe this is what should be done, then help the person go ahead with what should be done. And that is being loyal to your own beliefs as well. Being loyal to your whole profession is also very important. Um, this doesn't mean necessarily that you have to belong to the association or anything, but definitely if you can and supporting it, if you can take a leading role in it and wear the hat of treasurer or president or chairman or whatever they call it in your in your group you know that that's always admirable isn't it so that's another way of showing loyalty knocking on other um people in the same profession as you and hitting them as competition you know he's not very good i heard his staff all leave him i heard that she can be quite a witch at work and things like that that's undermining your profession and being unprofessional and you could say that's being disloyal to your profession yes there are other people who are not the best possible people shall we say but to talk about them is really not the best thing to do. So, you know, there's a little poem that I once heard. There's so much good in the worst of us and so much bad in the best of us that it ill behooves any of us to talk about the rest of us. And I think that's a really good way of being loyal to your profession or friends and so on. Just to do that little poem to yourself. Um, all right. Like, if you were to overhear one of your patients or clients in a store talking to another person about how amazing you or your practice are, you would love that kind of loyalty talk, wouldn't you? Exactly. So you want to inspire more of that with your patients and treat them from the viewpoint of making somebody that enthusiastic about your care and service. So that is a loyalty building thing. Um, but if you overheard a member of your staff bitching on the phone to a friend about the amount of work she has to do at the practice or how mean or insensitive you are, you might say her loyalty to you as a boss and the practice are no longer there. I'd get with her and find out what's going on, 
what's happening in her life, what's happening on her job, what just make her heard so that she can express what's going on and see if you can solve it. Because like having a staff member who's disloyal to you and talking about you behind your back is definitely not the way you want to run a business at all. It's undermining to you. It doesn't make you feel comfortable having somebody like that. Maybe you overheard something where you only overheard part of it. Also, it isn't even you they're talking about. Maybe she didn't say what you thought she said. So having a nice conversation, say, hey, can we have a chat for a few minutes and take it privately in your office and find out what, what was that conversation about? And if she's all squirmy and her eyes are like moving around, like trying to avoid you and stuff like that, well, you know, she probably was saying those things and say, you know, life is not a bed of roses and I'm not a perfect person and I don't actually know anybody who is, um, but what is it that I could do better? Hey, you should find out. You might be very surprised that they have some good observations. Maybe she's overloaded on the front desk. It can be simply as simple as that. So you can't, the thing is, you can't demand loyalty or command it. You have to build it. And it's built through caring about the other person and their welfare and standing by them no matter what. Um, I think there's a triangle we could make out of this. There's three key points that add up to loyalty. Honesty is one corner of the triangle. Trust is another. And respect is the third corner. And if you take all of those and put them together in you, you will have loyalty. But if you drop out any one of those towards another person, the loyalty factor will also decrease. So any one corner going down will cause the others to decrease as well. And keep in mind, it can take a little time to build loyalty. It is not an instant process. And it is also not a finite one. You need to continue to be loyal despite all urges to the contrary. So I thought I'd give you a few quotes here that I found on loyalty, which I really, really liked. One of them is, if you're not loyal to your team, you can get by for a while, but eventually you will need to rely on their loyalty to you and it just won't be there. So. That was by a guy named Tim Schaefer. So be sure and be loyal to your team if you want loyalty back. The next quote was from a guy named Bryant H. McGill. Within the hearts of men, loyalty and consideration are esteemed greater than success. That's very interesting, actually. So if you want to have success, an even bigger goal should be having loyalty and consideration. And then the last one is Kevin Sturtz. And he says, every contact we have with a customer influences whether or not they'll come back. We have to be great every time or we'll lose them. And I thought, well, that's a very, very good point to make because you really have to um, earn loyalty, right? Oh, I have a couple more actually. Let me throw these ones in too. This is Napoleon Hill. He always has good things to say. Lack of loyalty is one of the major causes of failure in every walk of life. So if you have a partner, you have staff and you're not loyal to each other, well, 
there's not much relationship there, is there? And another guy, Jeffrey Gittomer, said, you don't earn loyalty in a day, you earn loyalty day by day. So my challenge to you is to work out from the, this data that I went over today on loyalty, what aspects can you improve upon in your practice? Because you are the creator of the loyalty. So have fun earning some more. And if you like this podcast, please be sure and subscribe. And you can give me a like or thumbs up. And we'll talk to well, you again soon. we hope soon. you enjoyed that Bye. episode. If you feel your practice should be doing better, please reach out to us for our free practice analysis by going to our website at amican.com. That's A-M-I-C-A-N.com or call us at 416-466-6217. We have worked with more than 1,800 clients over the last 31 years and helped them take full control of their practices without sacrificing their precious family time. Also on our website, you can subscribe to our newsletter for helpful tips on how to manage your practice.